Today I'm joined with Sanjay Gare, the CEO of Vervatec, where they're using AI to do hotel and room mapping and revolutionizing part of the travel industry. We also learn about his secret spicy SaaS sauce. But first, welcome to AI Nerd, AI with Attitude, where I try to make things as unnerdy as possible. Enjoy learning today about the latest trending technology. But before we begin, please subscribe, hit the notifications button, give it a like, and drop a comment below. Welcome to AI Nerd, AI with Attitude. And today I'm gonna give a bunch of AI type attitude to Sanjay Gare. He is the CEO of Vervotech. Sanjay, thank you for joining. How are you doing today? Hi, Thomas. Good morning. Uh, I'm doing good. How are you? Um, I probably need a haircut. Um, I could use a little more exercise and coffee, but besides that, I think I'm on to a good start. <laughs> uh, thank you for joining. I, I appreciate it. You know, we were catching up uh, via, I think, Forbes Tech Council, and we were, you know, talking about your company, Vervatech, and it focuses in the travel industry, which has done very well in the last couple of years. So I'm curious <laughs> of what you're doing to enable travel and hotels. Um, but before we get to that, maybe take two, three minutes, however you like, talk about you a little bit how you got here and, and let everybody know who you are. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and thank you for having me here, Thomas. Uh, so I, I'm a technologist uh, and I love, you know, SaaS-based services. Uh, I have, you know, developed many SaaS products in the past. I headed SaaS division for uh, Tavisca Solutions in the past, where we built uh, a SaaS uh, products, you know, across the countries, uh, you know, and, uh, in, in Vervotech also, we are doing SaaS-based products. Uh, the reason I love SaaS is, you know, SaaS allows you to work with uh, multiple businesses. It allows you to touch many lives, many businesses through a single product. Uh, and where you learn, you know, something different about the cultures, geographies, business models. Uh, so my life is, you know, a lot about SaaS. I'm really uh, a passionate, you know, a SaaS person, I would say. You're a SaaS lover. That's all I'm hearing. Just if, if you could have a SaaS sauce, what would it be called? <laughs> would you would you make it spicy or just more like like savory? What would what, what would be the SaaS sauce that you would have? What would be your secret uh, sauce? I like spicy, so the site so you're the, the spicy SaaS sauce guy. <laughs> yeah. Noted. Noted. Spicy food. I can't do it. Like you give me a habanero, it's game over for me for like a week. It's done. Anyway, here nor there. Tell me about Vervotech. You guys are, uh, you're, you're solving a new problem and I'm gonna let you explain it because it's your world, of course, and you'll do it much better. But tell me a little bit about what you're solving um, using a SaaS product called Vervotech. Yeah, absolutely. So Vervotech started uh, with the vision of establishing a standard for accommodation data. When I say accommodation, it means hotels, apartments, villas, condos, okay? And the one, prob one problem or the one challenge, every travel business across the globe, let it be a fortune 500 companies like Priceline or Expedia, or even a small travel business in a city, all of them are facing the problem because of the fragmentation in the content. The content coming from so many sources and there is no standardization. So what we give is basically a translation of the fragmented and unstandardized data into a standard unique listing for hotels and rooms. Uh, we launched a product called Vervotec Mappings, uh, which allows you to do that. And, you know, uh, the great thing is, you know, even in the pandemic, uh, you know, 
most of the travel businesses got some time to kind of improvise on the products and technologies. Uh, and that's where we started working, you know, working with the companies globally. So we tried to solve that problem. Of course, it's just a, a little bit, uh, you know, what we achieved. The reason I say that is because our vision is uh, we want to establish a standard so that this doesn't remain a problem for anyone in the world. Uh, so there's a long way to go. But yeah, that that's what we are doing here. And who's, but so when you say uh, for them, is who's kind of the customer base for you? So uh, every every travel business, every online travel business who is offering hotels is our customer base. So, so the so provider of the hotel uh, to the yes, the provider to the reseller. I got you. Yeah, yeah. Expedia, Priceline, Booking, Ctrip. Everyone is our customer. And would you? So how does the how does an Expedia who already has an online platform leverage? So like you know, let's say I have a I have a condo somewhere I want to rent out. Um, and that's small one room versus let's say a um, hotel that has thousands of rooms. Tell me how maybe those two work together across like a VRBO to a Vacasa versus just Marriott site or whatever else. I mean, how, how, maybe give me an idea of how it layers in. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, what's the first of all, uh, I'll tell you why this problem really gets introduced. So what happens is, let's say you have a small condo somewhere in, in the island. What happens is, you actually start selling that condo through multiple platforms. And what happens is eventually, let's say you are giving it to Expedia is you are giving to Airbnb. In the travel ecosystem, everyone works with everyone is the reality behind the scene. That means everyone goes to a lot of other sources to get the best rates. And when that happens, your one condo will be available to Expedia probably from 100 sources. And there is no unique ID to your condo. So the content, the way, you know, someone may say that it's a Thomas, you know, uh, condo or someone may say, you know, it's a condo Thomas, you know, the way to explain the condo, the way to name the condo, to, the way to add your address, these things cannot be unique because there is nothing like idea standardization. And that's when the problem gets introduced. Uh, the problem is applicable to uh, a single condo or even a hotel, a five-star hotel with a thousand rooms, the problem exists in every kind of accommodation because the way sourcing invest in, uh, you know, uh, sourcing industry is fragmented. So problem uh, exists for every accommodation, uh, I would say, let it be hotel or villas or condos, apartments, everything. So how do they leverage the standardization though? So, so does it, is it run in the background uh, that, that ties in or? Maybe walk me through this kind of like the, the customer journey, if you will, from, from both the, maybe let's just start with like a business customer. Like how do they leverage it and sign up? And then it's always about how you implement things, right? To get things yeah. adopted. So that's maybe that's the part I'm missing a little bit. So how do you, how do you adopt it into an, an existing system? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it is, it, so first of all, it is a B2B SaaS product. That means it has to be you know, consumed by the resellers or the travel businesses. So in a travel ecosystem, let's say Expedia.com is when you go to Expedia and looking for hotels in Miami, you get the unique list of hotels in Miami. But when Expedia tries to get those hotels, Expedia may be getting the same copy of hotel from thousands of sources. What we do is we assign a unique Vervotec ID to each accommodation in the world. Every hotel, every condo, every apartment has a unique ID, you know, with us. And then there are, you know, hundreds of sources from which that hotel is coming. So we map ID of for that hotel from every source with the master ID so that Expedia.com or other, you know, Priceline.com or these 
travel businesses are able to understand that okay, this is the same hotel with the same master ID. So I just have to pick the lowest rate instead of showing these as two different height uh, hotels. And same is applicable for rooms. When you get the rooms from multiple providers and suppliers, you end up in getting thousands of rooms. So instead of showing those thousand rooms that you know, okay, this hotel has only 10 rooms based on the master IDs. And then you just show the lowest rate or the rate options, you know, with the different policies available with each hotel, uh, each room, instead of actually duplicating the rooms. It'd be interesting if you applied an AI pricing model behind that, right? As it did it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, you know, the, 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 the good thing about this, uh, Thomas says, this is not a old a new problem. This is a very old problem. There are companies who are trying to solve this for more than 20 years. Okay. And I feel very, you know, great about this is, uh, the, you know, I would say the, uh, the product impact is measured with the mapping percentage. Okay. We are able to map more than 98% property almost in real time. And the reason for that is most of the other solutions in the companies have been heavily dependent on the manual work, which is done over the years. Whereas we are leveraging AI significantly. And, uh, you know, so we have broken this problem into two sides. One is hotel mapping and second is room mapping. Uh, for hotel mapping, we use a classification ML models. Uh, and there's a lot, there is, you know, our own uh, algorithm as well. But, you know, uh, we use classification models very significantly for hotel mapping, you know, uh, that's one. Of course, at the same time, uh, we are aggregating a lot of data and we just don't rely on the current state of data. We also look at the historic data. So there are a lot of things we dif do differently when it comes to data. So for hotel mapping, we are using classification models. Whereas when it comes to room mapping, uh, we are using clustering models as well as uh, natural language processing on the room's content. Because you know, uh, in, in reality, if you look at the same room from two suppliers, even by looking manually at it, you cannot really say that it is the same room. The only way is you go through all the descriptions and then match it. Okay. So that's, that's where the fundamental differentiator is where uh, we achieved a different level of mapping percentage. We achieved a different level of accuracy. And most important is we are able to do things in real time. So conventionally, uh, you know, the mapping per, you know, process, because hotels are changing significantly, you know, uh, all the times. Conventionally, this update and processing data and delivering it to a travel business has been a monthly, you know, exercise. We brought it to real time. So we recommend that you do it at least once a day and all of it has, has happened through a complete automation and, you know, uh, ML models has been a key behind it. That, so it translate the numbers. So if a company that's, has this, I mean, they all have the problem. So if they leverage your technology and the process and the workflow for, you know, it's, it, to me, it's, it's almost like a form of intelligent automation to some degree that you're intelligently automating parts that because of the manual effort took too long to do. So you did it monthly, but you can down do it daily. What's the, how does that translate to revenue or cost savings? Like, do you, I mean, I know, I know percentages are a slippery slope, but like, or numbers are, but what have you seen from your customers or th that have made more, yeah. save more, like what's the, what's the data? Yeah, I, th I think, you know, so one of the fundamental differentiator is if you do a manual processing of such a huge data, it is more error prone actually versus doing this through automation. Okay. Uh, 
our mapping percentage you know across 260 suppliers right now is more than 98% whereas uh, the mapping percentage across the competitors is you know between 80 to 85% okay uh, so you know that is the fundamental difference when it comes to accuracy we are able to you know offer the accuracy of 99.999% okay uh, where there is a chance of something going wrong which is one in every 10000 okay so i think uh, when i look at from a competition standpoint or how others are doing i think we are already you know uh, a much ahead what we are doing right now thomas is beyond the mapping the quality of a data is you know very important too so we are actually now trying to produce our own data because if you know a business is getting a copy of hotel content from 100 sources how business know that which copy of the content is most accurate so we are coming up with the curated content uh, and you know more things on that i think on the mapping uh, we are already best and i think it really helping you know we have helped many businesses to really bring down the numbers i think you know one thing happened good for us uh, in pandemic thomas is you know hotel started changing every day but hotel which is open today maybe close tomorrow again start in two months so if your content update is relying on something which is manual or something which happens once a month as a business you are losing out on opportunities and that's where people realize the importance of an automated solution like never before so you know with all the bad things in pandemic uh, we are blessed that the need of a product is amplified many times because of the pandemic than ever before and so if they have better mapping data, does that mean they can price price better and staff better? Is that does it work operationally that way? Yeah, that that's correct. You know, so mapping has two aspects. If better mapping means access to more rates, as well as accurate mappings means avoiding the potential financial losses because of the bad mappings. Uh, and you know, if you have a bad mapping, in addition to financial loss, you also end up in you know having frustrated customers. So imagine you know you book something. And you reach a hotel and you realize that there is no booking at the hotel because booking happened somewhere else, right? So those kind of you know technical challenges uh, can be eliminated with the better and accurate mapping. Now, do you overlay within the mapping uh, demand at all? Is it needed? What I mean by that is, uh, I think of how AI is leveraged in. There's a concert near. There's this near. There's this hurricane coming. Is there um, do you do you overlay any of that as part of mapping in, into your technology, or is or would they or would the consumers be leveraging their own data to help better plan for these types of things? Uh, so you know uh, we we are actually you know trying to leverage because you know when customers are consuming or travel businesses are consuming mappings from us, they are consuming mapping as well as content, and you know based on what is changing frequently from suppliers, what is consumed by customers, we are able to develop some intelligence. But right now, that is not proportional to a demand or anything at this point of time. We are, you know, uh, in the process of gathering such as, you know, some, some additional data like that, which can be potentially used towards that. But right now, it is a static content, you know, where everyone should have the right and accurate listing is what we are focusing on. You know, it's always good to know how to work that mute button. It's, you know, nothing sells technology like not hitting a mute button. <laughs> Tell me yeah. about your company. How, uh, you know, how big, how fast have you grown? What, what do you, you know, look me down the road here a few few months or years of, of where you're going with this. 
yeah yeah so you know uh, we, we started three years back uh, you know and uh, we grown to more than 100 customers uh, mostly in pandemic because uh, we just launched our mapping product publicly before the pandemic uh, you know the good thing about the pandemic is we were able to work with large companies because those are the companies who are really focusing on technology during this time and now business is coming back uh, i think focus for next 18 years uh, 18 months is by october yeah by october 2023 uh, we want to have or we want to acquire more than 1000 customers okay and our focus is we actually going to work in an ecosystem of partnerships so we are now working with every travel technology company so that if our mapping product is integrated in that they can offer that to all of their customers as well as we are trying to work with every supplier so that if they recommend us you know we, we get, keep getting the constant so you know leads uh, so i think you know i would say we had been in the validation stage uh, and we, we you know i, I personally believe uh, i think uh, 1 million in the annual recurring revenue is i consider as a good validation for a saas company so we are a bootstrapped company crossed 1 million in arr uh, you know i consider that as a validation uh, and now we are actually get, you know just getting ready for uh, a scale a growth phase uh, so in next 18 months while we are growing and you know acquiring a lot of customers from the for the existing product uh, we will be coming up with the uh, new products as well which are you know getting cooked in the kitchen right now and you see so your bootstrap so are you guys going to are you going to grow organically you're going to take investment how, how do you how do you see the uh, uh, the jump yeah we yeah we will be looking at investments actually uh, you know i think starting next year we will look at you know that uh, because for the product validation and all those things i think you know we were uh, covered financially uh, we we invested you know enough to really reach this level uh, now we would be looking at investments mainly for you know increasing the product line and at the same time we need to have the uh, a local market presence you know in south america europe you know uh, north america so we need a local uh, team of i would say you know uh, specialized teams in different markets who can actually absolutely grow and the, that lead that market where we need to invest aggressively so we have been holding on that because with pandemic there is no clarity in terms yeah. of at what speed we should grow but now I'm very confident on the product. Uh, so I think we will start looking at investments uh, next year. So how does somebody get a hold of you if they want to try it, get on board? Did this, you, you know, we'll drop a link obviously in the comments, but is it a, is there a freemium model they use or is it, is, how, how does that kind of like your onboarding maybe of a customer who's interested? Yeah, yeah, I think, uh, so one thing is there's no free model as such, uh, you know, available. Uh, it's, it's always a paid model, uh, but you know, there are a lot of artifacts and assets available on our website, which is vorotech.com. Uh, and you know, if there are any questions, you know, anyone can just uh, submit a form and someone from our, our team will reach out and, you know, share more artifacts. Uh, That's, uh, that I like that because but you guys, it's hard to do. I mean, when you're a B2B, well, you're actually a B2B to B. Custis, uh, there's no way for <laughs> you have to demo it. That's about it. It sounds like you have to show how it works within the system. So, uh, I would love to see so that. By there, the way, there, yeah, there is a way to validate. Actually, in the early days, you know, we had given some sample results to customers, but now, uh, you know, I would say, uh, Thomas, if if you look at uh, a top 200 travel businesses across the globe, we are already working with more than 50. Uh, 
So yeah. I think that's about validation. So customer reference is good enough. The demos are good. Uh, you know, suppliers are giving uh, reference. So I think that's you know good enough because this product is you know for you to really experiment, you need access to all of the data and all of the mappings. It is something you know really. If I give you a uh, 50 million mappings, you can't do anything about it. You can't verify, right? Uh, so there is no e easy way to validate things. Yeah, no, I mean, absolutely. You get, you know, 50 customers and suppliers saying, this is great, use it, so you're in a good spot. <laughs> Especially if they're paying, that's even better. Uh, so what are, I, I always like to leave with a, with a future thought. Um, you know, if, if you have a future thought on the next 18 months beyond your company, but just maybe focused on travel and how technology will play a part, let's, let's end the session with uh, you giving some wisdom and let's see if it comes true. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, uh, so the, the fundamental uh, you know, reason we started this is basically, as I said, our vision is establishing a standard. Okay. That means we solve this problem, you know, anybody and everybody in the world uh, where this does, doesn't remain a problem. As I said, there are companies who are trying to solve it for 20 years. And still, this is a big problem. So, you know, we are looking at all kinds of offerings and all kinds of models to figure out how we can be adopted by everyone in the world. How can we make it affordable for everybody in the world and develop the alternate revenue sources so that, you know, this as a problem is solved completely. Uh, and I think that's, that's a long journey. So, you know, the plan for 18 months is more about building the business. Uh, but the goal is, you know, we'll go much beyond that is actually solving this as a problem for the industry, which will push the industry forward, uh, is, is what I'm looking at. I think that'd be, uh, be pretty amazing. You know, if you're, you know, if you're right, your company's going to crush it. <laughs> so you, you're, uh, you're right in the thick of it. Uh, I appreciate by the way, your time today and, and learning a little bit about what you're doing in the technology. It's, it's, you know, it's always cool to see old problems solved with compute power that was not possible before because you just, you know, the connectivity and cloud and all the other things, it just it continues to blow me away how that is tearing down, you know, kind of barriers for problems that you can logically solve in your head. But like only if I had the technology, but now the power is there to do it. So good, great for you for what you've started and what you're building. And, uh, and uh, I truly believe you'll, you're going to I think I hope to do this interview from your yacht two years from now when you've sold the company for hundreds of millions of dollars and you're on your yacht and you're like, hey, I'm going to go call that AI nerd guy and, and do it in the middle of the Mediterranean Sea or somewhere. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The only thing is I don't have an intention of selling at this point of time. As I said, you know, uh, my vision is going to take longer. So I just want to spend as many you know time as it takes uh, to really achieve that. But definitely. Uh, Okay, five years from now, that's fine. <laughs> I'll have less hair then, but that's okay. I'll deal with it. <laughs> Sanjay, thank you so much. It's it's nice to catch up and uh, have a wonderful rest of your week. And thank you again. Thank you. Thank you, Thomas. Thank you very much. I hope you enjoyed the video today. Thank you for listening, watching. Please subscribe, turn on notifications, hit that like button, and drop me a comment below. AI Nerd. AI with Attitude.